Welcome to Coffee with a Couple Cure, where we share practical tips for your relationship before you finish your first cup. Here's Jay and Lori Pyatt. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Season 5 of The Couple Cure. Yeah, this season is all about Q&A. Um, you want to tell them where the questions came from? Sure. We were on a summit. We had a question and answer period, and we ran out of time. Mm -hmm. So we had some questions that were in the chat portion, and then we also reached out to a mailing list, and we asked some more asked for more questions that we could answer during the season. Right. Now, the questions from the summit, we sat down and recorded those all in one sitting. So we're gonna have the same clothes on. Um, what we're gonna do with those though is that they will be cut up into different videos, one question per video. Mm -hmm. Now with those, um, if you see me looking down, I'm not on my phone, I'm reading the question because some of them were kind of long and I wanna make sure we covered all the bases. But also they're gonna, some of them will end kind of abruptly. So hopefully we'll have some outro music or something that you won't just feel like we just dropped off and that was the end of the video. But if you were on the summit, we apologize for not following through on this quickly. We do wanna follow through on our word. Um, sometimes it can take us a couple of months to get everything. <laughs> Many months <laughs> to get through this. But, but we do thank you for your patience and, and we hope you enjoy this season. But this brings us to this part of the video that we wanted to cover with you. I've been thinking about it for the last couple of seasons just because of something that's been happening. And that is we're seeing a lot of marriages especially like in the porn recovery, marriage, healing after betrayal type work. We're seeing a lot of relapse. We're seeing a lot of broken marriages from it. And so we wanted to address that on this video. But I want to start off by saying we don't mean to scare you. Uh, me and Jay are doing fine. I haven't relapsed. I, I have not even come close since 2010. In fact, I think we're doing pretty good. Um, and if I had relapsed, there are quite a few things that would have happened and we would have let you know. Whenever we find new tools, whenever we start working with new couples, um, we open ourselves to uh, attacks from the enemy. We have to take that seriously. For me to stay sober, I continue to go to meetings, I continue to work with my own mentor, and I know that, you know, relapse is a possibility it you know it gets lower and lower and lower every day that i continue to walk in sobriety but i also know it's still there <laughs> it can still be a thing for me and so i have to um, acknowledge that and deal with that because we feel like we're heading in a good direction we need to be humble we need to be sober mm -hmm. that our business is built on our ability to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. And so we we are taking steps to continue to do that. Right, and we do ask for your prayers, yeah. um, not just for our marriage or Jay's sobriety, but for our health. I know that many of you pray for us and, and a lot of the guys working with me tell me that they pray for uh, me and pray for Lori as well. But we've also seen that we're we're in enemy territory most of the time as far as the Christian world goes. We are 
helping marriages to recover. We're pulling people out of porn addiction. And so that makes us a target. It, it opens us to attack. Mm-hmm. And we would really appreciate if, if you all would continue to pray for us as we um, continue into what will soon be our ninth year in this work. And again, we haven't had a lot of attacks between us. We've had a couple of relationship issues with other people uh, outside this marriage, friends and family. But we're seeing that other people are being attacked. So yeah, I just want to be prayed up and supported that way just because I don't know when, you know, we're going to be aimed for next. Relationships just as an everyday thing can still be difficult. Jay could relapse. not that he's not strong in his faith or strong in his sobriety, but apparently the enemy is trying to take people out uh, who do this work. So that's why we're asking for your prayer. Now, if you have been praying for us, please let us know in the comments so we can give you a shout out and so we can know who's supporting us that way. Um, Regarding the relationships that have ended in this field i mean i would hate for that to happen to us if it did we would let you know about it we wouldn't quietly fade into the background our work with couples would definitely change Um, it'd be difficult to say we can save other people's marriages if we couldn't save our own so my work with women would also change i would probably try to find tools on how to cope with either an active addict or how to leave a relationship and so I would figure out how to do that and help women do the same thing if that's what it came to but um, I think that's why we just keep trying to find tools (laughs) to keep that from happening right Um, but right now we're in a really really good place yeah yeah it's it's not like we've hit a rut it's more that we've hit our stride Mm. where we continue to find more tools. And as we find those tools, we adapt them to our program and bring them in in a way that continues to support the people who are working with us. Right. But that's typically only after we try them ourselves, which might be why we're, we continue to do well as we, we kind of like a garden, you know, it needs maintenance, it needs attention. And um, if you find a worm, you know, you have to get a, a solution to deal with that not that we found many worms but it just seems like more of a proactive thing that we're doing and that we continue to look for tools and continue to apply them not just to the marriage but also to our own selves how do we keep healing within our own selves how do we draw closer to God how do we continue to uh, self-improve so we can be better for each other yeah yeah addiction recovery is far beyond the addiction. That's where I continue to find tools, where Lori continues to find tools. And so the the behavior is evidence of underlying problems, and I want to address those underlying problems um, so that it becomes uh, easier to stay away or more difficult to return. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it becomes it becomes easier to stay the new me than than to return to what what I was before. But we also know the enemy is really good at what he does, (laughs) throwing people off of the path. So that's why we're asking for prayer. You know, regarding those uh, relationships in this work that have ended, maybe you have seen somebody who's left the field or followed them for a while. Yeah, you've been following somebody for a while and 
I want to say I wish them the best in whatever God has for them in their future. But I also know that that I've seen um, churches where the pastors had, you know, had to leave the ministry and those churches fall apart. And the people that are affected by that, um, they, it can be really jarring for them. It can really bring them to a place of saying, you know, did they even know what they were talking about? What, what was God doing? Um, you know, we saw this with our own marriage therapists um, who we had started working with in 2010. Their marriage ended. Where my mind went, um, it wasn't so much like, what does this mean for us? It's like, oh, they must not be using the tools because those tools were really working for us. Right. When we used them, and I think it's also what, what went through my mind back then was, oh yeah, it can be kind of hard to use them sometimes because we weren't we weren't at a great place back then. Right. But I also have had a lot of women come to me saying, you know, I, I used to listen to this person and, you know, I just heard she got divorced or I used to, you know, I went to this ministry and that guy got divorced or whatever. And it does jar them. It does um, shake them a little bit going like, what does this mean for me and my husband? Every marriage can get complacent. Uh, there's a marriage book that, that somebody gave me and, and the authors even said in the beginning, you know, that after 10 years of marriage, they decided to use what they tell everybody else to do. <laughs> And and then it's in a rut and not in a stride. And, you know, when we don't do the maintenance, right? That's, that's why like in 12-step programs, there are three maintenance steps, 10, 11, and 12. Mm -hmm. We have to go back and have the conversations and we need to be talking about things in a different way and, and doing all those new tools because it, it's easy to go back to what feels comfortable and and all of these things are new and and even when you've been doing them for a couple of years it's easy to say yeah but I really like how this other thing felt and that can be problematic so what's really critical here is continuing to have that community that is going to um, tell you hey you know you guys were doing really good and I feel like maybe something's a little bit off and that that support that is got a good spiritual basis and and a good accountability basis for the for the addict because um you know we can't do this alone if it was just me and lori we would we would still be stuck yeah you know we need a bigger support network too yeah and that's one thing i wanted to say was hopefully we're pointing you to something bigger than just uh the marriages out there or ours Hopefully we're pointing you to a community of safe people that really get you, that really understand you, family, friends, church, um, just for that extra support. We need to do the things that keep us in growth mode. Right. I think some people can get kind of resentful of that. It's kind of like a garden, like I said before. What I found is it takes daily checking. It might not take daily watering. It might not take daily uh, spraying, but... It does take daily checking because, wow, once a pest gets in there, it can devour things quickly. I do feel we found something real. Mm -hmm. um, like one time somebody reached out and said, oh, it must be so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> so how does she put it? It must be so romantic being married to Jay because he, you know, is so caring and 
all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, yeah, it can be. It's, uh, he's still a guy and we don't always see things eye to eye and we're not wired the same way. It's not romantic all the time. It's not uh, perfect all the time. But the difference is perfect is unattainable and romance all the time. I've got stuff I want to get done, so <laughs> I wouldn't really want that, but it is real. And I like that better because it's doable. Um, and that's what we hope to give you guys this season, some doable um, things, some answers to your questions that you can apply to your life. Right, right. Yeah, this uh, having a good relationship is attainable. It doesn't have to be perfect. And I think where a lot of people give up or or really kind of stay in the rut is they think it needs to be at a 10. Actually, it needs to be at about a seven and a half. Yeah, our bodies are not made for. Yeah, 10 is momentary. You know, <laughs> it, yeah. it doesn't last very long. So. Yeah. If you do have any questions for us this season, please feel free to comment below and we will try to get it into a future video if it lines up with what we're doing. If you'd rather remain anonymous, then you can email us. You can email me at lori at thecouplecure.com, T-H-E-C-O-U-P-L-E-C-U-R-E.com or J at the same place. J at thecouplecure.com. Welcome to season five, and we'll see you again in the next episode. Bye, Bye everybody. Guys.